Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday, and wow, this is it. This is the week. Midterm elections are here. We've been talking about it ever since January, and uh, we've been up and down, and polls have been up and down. Everybody thought the Republicans were going to have a sweep, and then after the the Dobbs decision at the U.S. Supreme Court in the summer, well... The Democrats said, hey, we got we got something we can win on now. And now, of course, they don't. They really don't. And the enthusiasm for the Democrats was short-lived. And we're going to see what happens this week. Well, the the um, what what the Democrats have built with uh, inflation and uh, no no there's no border control i mean we have no borders on our southern border of texas arizona california it, it it's just it's a shame and, and but the democrats have built a wall maybe it'll be like the walls of jericho those of you who know anything about the bible well the walls of jericho fell down and maybe that's what the democrats have built a wall of jericho in this election <laughs> maybe we'll see them tumbling down uh, we talked last week about a tsunami shindig. Now, if you listen to last week's show, you'll know what a tsunami shindig is. We talk about a red wave. I've talked about a transitional election. And then we came up with people talking about a red tsunami. Will it happen? And if a red tsunami comes, will there be a tsunami shindig? Well, <laughs> I guarantee it will if a red tsunami comes. And we won't know. It's, it's, it's going to happen this week. And as you're listening to this show, uh, I'm going to tell you it's going to be a little shorter because the most important thing you can do, get fired up, listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, but get out and vote. Make sure you vote. Make sure you're, everybody you know votes. Go get them to vote. Now, if you know someone's not a patriot, you know someone who loves, uh, loves Joe Biden and thinks Joe Biden is the best president we ever had, well, maybe you need to tell them that Democrats vote on Wednesday instead of Tuesday, okay? <laughs> but, but I will tell you this. We need some excitement. Well, I see it. Uh, can it surge? Yes, there always can be more excitement. So that's why our show is not going to be quite as long today because I want you out there holding up a sign waving an American flag, encouraging people to go vote, knocking on your neighbor's door. Have you voted? Uh, do you need a ride to go vote? Let's go vote together. Whatever it takes, we got to get everybody out. And I've told you, you know what I'm about to say if you've been listening to the show. I don't care if your candidate is in a district running for Congress where uh, a good conservative is going to win 90% of the vote. 
you still need to get out and vote. There has to be a message. We need, as Americans, to give an overwhelming response to Joe Biden as he mocked us the other day, and, and he said that uh, the MAGA Republicans, it, there's only one kind of Republicans that Joe Biden and the Democrats like. Those are the Republicans like Mitt Romney or somebody will bow down. They, they like Mitt Romney and they love Liz Cheney. And why not? Because they, they, they vote for the Democrats so much of the time. And I just have to say, that's not the Republicans that uh, we want to see in office. We need strong, backbone Republicans who believe in our Constitution. And for Biden to say that democracy is on the line in the vote, and if you vote for a, a Republican that we may lose our democracy, that is the... <laughs> That is lowballing. That, that's showing, I think, what marbles he may have had at one time. They've rolled on out or rolled down to his toes or something. I, I, anyway, let's, let's move on with the show, and we're going to talk about some of the close races. But I do have to let you know, at the end of the show, I'm going to tell you a secret, super secret, nobody's talked about. I'm going to tell you something at the end of the show, but please, please don't let any Democrats know, all right? Don't tell the Democrats, but I do have something very important at the end of the show, and and I'll just, I'll just leave it like that. Tsunami shindig. If you don't know what it is, it's when there's a wind that nobody expected. It came out of uh, somewhere where people just thought, oh, that's a pipe dream they could win. Well, if we have a red tsunami then we will find a tsunami shindig somewhere and we'll be looking for that if we have that now if it's a if if the democrats take keep the senate it won't be a red tsunami it won't be a red wave i don't think maybe they can call a house wind a red wave a, a trickle of a wave but that's why i said you must listen to the show and get out and vote and get out and get others to vote and, and if somebody needs a ride at the poll, take them. Take them to go vote. Volunteer. Help out. See who needs to vote, uh, who, who hasn't voted, needs help. But this is the time we've been waiting for all, all year, um, the midterm election. And we've, we've put up with a, a clown in office with the vice president clown that's worse than the clown. And, and what they have represented is something American people are rejecting. And then because the American people are rejecting Joe Biden and, uh, well, he had a speech last week. You remember the speech from, looked like it's from the pits of hell where they had them in red lights in Philadelphia that just looked very hellish. And his speech was uh, awful, uh, blaming 75 million people for voting for Trump. And, and, and then I think he went back and did the same thing. In fact, let, let me play this clip off MSNBC. That's not a conservative station at all. But let, let's, uh, let, I think what Rush Limbaugh would call it, MSLSD or anyway. But let, let's take a, take a minute and listen to this clip from our president's speech last week. I'm not the only one who sees it. Recent polls have shown that overwhelming majority of Americans believe our democracy is at risk, that our democracy is under threat. They, too, see that democracy is on the ballot this year. 
President Joe Biden speaking last night at Union Station in Washington, just a few blocks from the United States Capitol. Let's bring in White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain. Ron, thanks for being with us this morning. Uh, tell thanks us about the decision me. to make that speech about democracy, about what's on the line five days from now in your estimation, and when you chose to do it, the timing. Well, you know, the president's been talking about the threat to our democracy since he launched his campaign way back in 2019 and again on January 6th and again in September in Philadelphia at Independence Hall. And I think the president decided a few days ago that it was important to uh, uh, issue one final warning on this issue to make very clear, to leave no doubt, uh, that we have people out there still peddling the big lie, people uh, uh, now raising the issue of election denial in this election. Uh, and, of course, uh, the horrible incident uh, uh, involving Speaker Pelosi and her family, mm -hmm. uh, you know, showing the rising threat of political violence. And so I think all those things came together and led the president to make the strong remarks that he made last night. Well, um, paraphrasing a, a, a great Republican president, I would just say, well, there he goes again. <laughs> president Biden can't get Donald Trump out of his head. And he blamed people. <laughs> he is the conspiracy. All they ever had to do is open up the ballot boxes. People said, hey, it looks like somebody may have cheated and mailed in the wrong ballots, too many ballots. Open them up and let people see. That's all he had to do. But instead, every way, every time anybody tried to even bring something up to try to open up ballots, in Arizona they did get to look at the ballots. But not in Pennsylvania, not in Georgia, not in Michigan, not in Wisconsin. And all they had to do was open it up. But the Democrats have opened up all these uh, conspiracy theories because they won't just take a simple say, let's count and see what you don't believe in. Let's lay it out there. That's all they ever had to do. Do I know if the 2020 elections were uh, Trump was the election was rigged and Trump lost because of a, a, a illegal election. I don't know that. I don't have the facts. But I do know that people are going to have conspiracy theories if you don't let them see the ballots. That's all you had to do. Let's sample some ballots and let, let, them, and let everybody watch. But no, you couldn't do that because... Well, I don't know why. It was very stupid in my, in, in the way I look at it, not to just quiet these people down. Now they're riled up and say, we're going to vote in 2022. And hopefully there, there's a lot of poll watchers now. A lot of people watching uh, the, you know, the drop boxes, and they should be. All because Biden and all the Democrats are creating these conspiracy theories because they won't be transparent. Just be transparent. It's like the FBI. You thought you could trust the FBI, and then you find out the, the guy, I think the guy that had the laptop, uh, a computer shop, he's writing a book and talking about how he went to the FBI thinking they'd want this information because it, uh, it dealt with national security. And, and then they th almost threatened him, say people like this don't say anything, uh, don't get in trouble, don't get hurt. I mean, that's you used to think you could trust the FBI. Well, I hope the Republicans can win, and I hope they can get the FBI straightened out. If not, start something new, because, I, I mean, I think the American people, many have lost faith in the FBI because they put their finger on the election. We, we talked about in past shows when they held 
Hunter Biden's laptop purposely and would not let anybody look at it and squilched the investigation on it because it's uh, the 2020 election. They had it for over a year. And then somebody, I think Tim Tebow, and they, he's out of the FBI now, but he did what he's supposed to do. He helped Joe Biden win. You know, uh, and we need to get to the bottom why the FBI is, works for the Democratic Party in so many cases. So that, that's, uh, that's one reason you need to turn out for this election. The Republicans have got to win the House or the Senate and be better get both so they can look into these charges and, and let the whistleblower, FBI whistleblowers come, come, come up and speak. But, uh, but it goes back to what Joe Biden was saying, blaming uh, say, saying democracy's on the line if you vote Republican, and 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 then I mean that's all they have to run on. They they can't run on the economy, uh, they can't run on uh, life issues, pro life. I mean, uh, they, all they are is pro death. They can't run on uh, the border. Uh, there's a house race, I believe, in California where uh, Congressman Porter is a democrat trying to in a close race now they didn't think it'd be close but it's close and i think they call her what a no border porter because she's for open borders uh, you know open border porter no border porter but porter this should be gone <laughs> that's what i say kick the porter down the road and put a republican in her place so if you're there in california and she represents you please get to the ballot box and vote and get everybody out to vote uh, against a uh, uh, porter, kick her out of there. Uh, no border porter. We don't need. We need to have order at the border and no porter in Congress. How about that? Now, we. I told you we we, we got to look at a quick a uh, couple of quick races. I told you about a uh, uh, porter there in California. There's one uh, in Nevada. Nevada was supposed they did redistricting. And I think I mentioned last week's show in, in Nevada, the Democrats, not the Republicans, the Democrats had control. And, and I don't know why, but they weakened some of their districts. And, and now there's, there's a good chance Republicans could win. There is a chance they could win every one of the districts in Nevada. When I think they only had one out of four, they could go four for four. And one of them is a, a district that they thought was uh, completely safe for Democrats. And uh, I, I think Sam Peters, a Republican businessman running against uh, Congressman Horsford in uh, the Nevada 4th uh, Congressional District. And Horsford, uh, I, they just came out that his, he had divorced his wife, but he was trying to bully her and trying to make her sign a non-disclosure uh, statement or form about their marriage where she couldn't say anything about it or be fined $10,000 if she did. And she rightfully so made it public and said, hey, he's bullying me. And that's exactly what he was doing. After he had an affair on her a couple of times and he claimed to be a family man, she's just saying, hey, you know, what, what are you doing in Congress claiming to be a family man when you've had an affair and now you're trying to bully me where I can't say anything about our 22 years of marriage? Uh, so that all has come out just in the last couple of days. So... Uh, our listeners out in Nevada, and if you got friends out in Nevada in the fourth district, tell them to make sure they get out and vote for Sam Peters, and let's get this Horsford out of Congress. You know, incumbent Democrat, uh, Nevada can do much, much better than have uh, somebody trying to bully 
his ex-wife. But now uh, we go on, and there's a very important race, and, and we, we've talked about it in New Hampshire. It could be the youngest candidate. I think you got to be, what, 26? She's 25, but by the time she'd be sworn in, she'd be 26. And it's uh, uh, Levitt at, in the state of New Hampshire. And she's uh, she worked for Trump, Trump administration. So go for it, girl. <laughs> go for it. And get out and y'all vote. Every, when I say y'all, I know in New Hampshire they don't get called y'all much. But I'm saying get out and y'all vote for uh, Levitt there and for Congress in the state of New Hampshire. Now, what what are we looking at in the Senate? I told you we're going to keep this short, and we spent a lot of time last week and talking about some of the close races. You know what they are, and we talk a whole lot about the um, uh, congressional races. And I gave you two right there. They're, they're real close, two or three. And now, but in the Senate, I'm going to talk about the way way. <laughs> Uh, could it'd be a tsunami shindig if they were to win but going back we mentioned it uh, last week but leora levy there in connecticut connecticut could it turn red if there's a if there is a collapse of the jericho walls if the walls of jericho of the democratic party uh, of people getting you know that is built on in you know the Inflation Reduction Act, which is of such a obs, is horrible. It's not going to do anything to reduce inflation, but that's the kind of walls that this administration has built. The Democratic Party pushing more and more spending, saying we we don't have to worry about inflation. It's just uh, what, what was the word? It was just you know we're going to be there for a little while, and inflation's going away when they were spending trillions of dollars, knowing. Knowing our Secretary of uh, the Treasury, Yellen, she knew that it was going to cause inflation, and she lied to the American people, probably because she was told to lie by uh, Joe Biden or, or his uh, cohorts around him. And, and here we are. This is the kind of wall that the Democratic Party has built up to try to stand on. And let's pray it comes crumbling down this week. If you've been a Democrat... And you look at your grocery bill, you look at your gas bill, and my question is, do you want to see it continue? If you want to see things get better, stop voting for who you voted for in the past. Turn it around. That's what would gut the Democratic Party. That's what would make a, a um, tsunami shindig. And it could happen in the state of Connecticut for the Senate race, where Leora Levy's running against the old-time liar that said he fought in Vietnam, and then he, you know, he didn't. He didn't fight in Vietnam. Uh, and, and Senator Blumenthal, get him out of there. Let the walls come crashing down. How about that? Connecticut, could it elect a Republican senator? Well, let's pray it does. It would take a prayer. Yes, it'd take a huge red wave and people in the state of Connecticut saying, I'm fed up with inflation, I'm fed up with Joe Biden, and I'm fed up with these uh, crumbling Democrats because our country is crumbling while they are in control. Now, uh, what else? The state of Washington, we mentioned that. Again, it would be a long shot that Tiffany Smiley could pull off beating an incumbent uh, senator who's been there uh, for what Murray for since the 90s, almost 30 years. So, yes, if you're out in the state of Washington, it's time to get exciting, get everybody out. Uh, 
Tiffany Smiley could win if everybody in the nooks and crannies all over the state of Washington in those small cities, small towns, villages, that you have to get out and vote because you got to overcome the big city Seattle vote. So you got to get out and vote. It can happen. But, I mean, everybody's got to get out and vote and vote for Tiffany Smiley. And then and maybe all the if the homeless vote more than once, we're in trouble, huh? But if the what I'm saying is the people inside Seattle, and for that fact, let's say uh, in the state of Oregon, Portland, are you happy with all the feces on the sidewalk? Are you happy with the drug needles? Are you happy with the uh, homeless that you don't know if they're sex offenders and you got kids around in your house? And how do you protect your kids when, you know, they've, calling for defunding the police have you had enough stop voting for the democrats give a republican a chance and see what can happen to make your state better and your state of mind better all right that's really all over the country from new york to washington state and even in alaska look yeah y'all messed up and elected a a democrat congressman congresswoman for a temporary time don't do that again learn how to you know i don't like the kind of the ballot process you got out there of that voting where you vote for your second and third place and all this kind of junk i don't understand it but you better find out before you go vote and don't make that mistake twice vote first slot republican second slot republican don't put a democrat there they don't need a Democrat in the state of Alaska representing you. You're a Republican state. Act like it. Vote like it. And let's help all of America. Alaska, we need you. Come on through. Lisa Murkowski, she ought to go home. We, we got a better candidate up there. Now, Kelly should win that. Now, uh, I said we're going to keep it a shorter show. So much I'd love to talk about. All I got to say is we're going to close out right here. And I said I'm going to tell you something secret, a secret that nobody's talked about. You're going to hear it right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. And and don't tell a Democrat. Don't, don't link this show to, for Democrats to listen to. But this is something that would scare the Democrats to death. I'm, I'm going to say... This was the worst year out of the three cycles in the Senate. They every six years that the, the there's a cycle, and the Republicans had to had to defend more seats right here in 2022. It was their worst uh, cycle. The Democrats had the best chance of overtaking and 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 keeping the Senate. And it's as a you know, we hadn't had an election as I'm doing a show. So the Democrats could still keep the Senate. I hope not. If there's a red wave, a red tsunami should not happen. Not only that, the Republicans could pick up more seats than they thought. But here's the secret sauce. In 2024, the Democrats will have to protect more seats. And they have very, they have some races coming up that the Republicans could win. In 2026, same thing. The Democrats are in worse shape. They have to protect more seats in the Senate. So saying all that for the secret sauce is this. 
as much as I hated seeing Donald Trump lose the election in 2020, do you realize that if he had lost, if he had won the election, Donald Trump and the Republicans would not be getting back, more than likely, would not be getting back the House, would not be having a chance to get back to Senate because of all the media coverage. And you know it happened four years under Trump, and they still hate his guts. But they would pounded and pounded and pounded and tried to, and the Democrats more than likely would, because of midterm elections, it goes the opposite way of the White House. So guess what? Whatever Republican wins, it could be Donald Trump. I'm talking about winning the nomination in 2024. It could be Donald Trump. It could be Ron DeSantis. It could be um, any number of people. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Ted Cruz, uh, Pompeo. Uh, so many people want to run. I don't. We don't know what will happen. But we do know this. If Joe Biden and Kamala Harris don't drastically change our... our they're going to be in hot water. They already are, and the Democrats are. And will he run again? Will he, they pump him full of uh, water, fluids they're pumping full of? I, I don't know. They can't, they can't pump brains into <laughs> Kamala Harris, and, and the Democrats know that. So what are they going to do? Maybe it's Newsom from California. What horror. You know, I mean, that's a Halloween costume with uh, no piece of hair out of place on Newsom. But... This is the one of the secret sauce you need to know. Republicans, if they have a big red wave, even a tsunami, shindig. I hope they do. But they will be sitting great for 2024 if they'll just keep putting up legislation, making Biden veto it. Or, you know, there are some good things that can happen if the Republicans are smart. And we can't just say that's going to happen. <laughs> we need... We need everybody working hard. But listen, get out there and vote. I'll let you go, and I'll see you next week as we look at the election, as we look and sort through the winners and losers and see what happens. God bless you. Keep praying. Get out and vote. Get everybody out to vote. This is it. Make history happen. See you next week.